1: hey i just got back from lunch did you finish that report yet
0: uh well not exactly i still working on it. i'm not finished just yet uh, i got a little sidetracked but i will get them to you first thing this afternoon <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon well yeah i i, I understand that but i mean i, I am working but on w- what on. do you mean that the report isn't finished yet i'm i'm still in the process of working on it. i've just been a little distracted D- distracted our meeting starts in an hour
1: Dude, are you even listening to me right now?
2: Welcome to episode 137 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in the Rack Shack, Chuck and Joe. What's up, dudes?
3: Hey, what's happening, brother? You know, what's up, buddy? buddy? <laughs> oh, man. It is a beautiful night, isn't it? I'm I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I'm a big fan as well. This is a wonderful time of the year because it's turkey season, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> In some places. In some places. If you travel, you can kill turkeys. Wink, wink. We'll just, talk about that later. Yeah, next episode. <laughs> Not this episode. But before we get into this episode, we do have great guest and buddy on the line, Mr. Mikey Miller with us. Mike, what's going on, man?
0: Not much, guys. How are you?
3: Doing fantastic. Before we bring you on, buddy, we're just going to take care of a little bitty incy-wincy business. Is that, does that work for you, man?
0: Hey, you're the boss.
3: Little business? Little, little business. Yep. All right. So we have to thank our partners real quick. I personally have to thank Mr. Screegear. Let's go. <laughs> Mr. That's Screegear. Screegear.com. Because this past trip to Florida, boy, did that layering system just prove why it is so essential to have something like that. I mean, it was cold down there, Un unreasonably cold for florida it was like 38 42 in the mornings got up to almost 70 in the evenings on some days yeah it rained i had my rain gear working which is phenomenal turkey piece um and the layering system just from just the base layers so i was able to pack i flew so i was able to pack tight less stuff man it was freaking awesome i had guys barring some of my stuff. That's because, epic. You get it all because back. Because they were so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. They were so cold from being Florid- Floridians. You know, they were freezing cold. So I had them borrowing some scree gear as well. And that is a that is a scree-heavy place down there. I'll I tell like you it. what. So, They're not
2: as cold-blooded as us up here, huh? No.
3: But we also have to thank VIP Archery. Hey, look at this koozie. Yeah, we got the koozies oh, rocking. Oh, you got a
2: nice little koozie going on there, too. Sure
3: do, bud. Oh, and, man. And <laughs> well, we got new broadheads in. We got the guillotines. We're going to be trying to shoot some turkeys in the face with we are we got a you video
2: coming out soon we got it we got to shoot it i got an idea okay it's gonna be magical i'm nice. very excited about it It involves a old styrofoam turkey decoy awesome and a gobbler guillotine okay okay go all right we also
3: have anf custom calls we'll just say boy they are florida
2: Approved. What Cha-ching! did you bring me here, Bubba? I
3: sure did bring you a couple. I brought you the Ghost Cut. The new Ghost Cut. That is the new Ghost Cut in the competition series. And then I believe there is a combo cut in the uh, Bossy Hen series, which is your mid range. Yes, sir. A little tighter tension calls. Those are going to be solid for you. Very well. excited. Yeah. Very excited. Ghost Cut's my favorite. I just started to break mine in as well. So, that,
2: that isn't is, that, we have the giveaway going on. Mm-hmm. We'll just. Kind of throw it out there. If you want the details, refer back to the last episode. And uh guys, head over to wherever you're listening to us. Give us a five star review. That would be greatly appreciated. Leave us a one word review if you're feeling extra special. But other than that, we appreciate everybody listening every week. So yeah, you can just put cool. Yeah. You know, because we're pretty cool. Right, we're, we're pretty we're pretty cool. cool. You just put hey
3: cool. That's it. Yeah. C o o l. Coo. Coo. But don't that's, even have the L. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have a couple new uh, Patreon members we have to give a shout out that to. We do. We have Mr. Graybeard, Jonathan Miller himself. Yes, sir. That just joined the Patreon. So I we have to think give we him shouted a shout out old
2: Jaybo either.
3: I don't think we did. We kind of forgot about that part of the podcast. We need to shout out Mr. Jaybo. He is a new member as well. And I think those are the two new ones. Yes, those right? are the two new ones. So yeah. awesome. So back to you, Mike. What is new, my man? What's
2: going on?
0: Oh, not too much. I'm just. You know, hanging out here in my basement dungeon waiting on turkey season. Oh that
2: sounds exciting.
3: How long are you gonna yeah. be in that basement though? I mean like buddy, <laughs> it's know. we got some time still. Yeah. I it's mean, like an
1: Aaron Rodgers thing, you sit down there telling
0: turkey season no food or water <laughs> yeah. in the dark. Yeah, but that's what it seems like. I mean <laughs> I'm working on working on some editing and that sort of stuff, trying to get caught up before I Leave the country for... Or leave the county, I guess, for a couple months for Turkey, so... Heck yeah, man. You know, getting we're, all the work done I can before that.
3: We'll dive all into that, but since I'm returning the favor, in case we didn't... I don't believe we did an introduction on the last one. I don't know if any of us that was on the last time you were on, on episode 103, even remember that podcast much. We'll just say it was a, <laughs> a show podcast, and... Uh, yeah everybody was tired times were had good, yeah, yeah, good yeah. times were had we were
1: booze was involved yeah, <laughs> a little booze in.
3: Yeah. so why don't you give us a little intro mike why don't you uh let us know kind of who you are where you where you hail from and how you got into the outdoors
0: yeah um I'm from central pennsylvania just a small little farm town um state college is probably the biggest city near us i guess um but I do photography and videography for a living now, and I kind of got into that about eight years ago, and I met some people and took some classes for filming and ended up working in the outdoor industry, filming a TV show for a couple years, and did some freelance stuff after that a little bit, and um, as of last January, i went full-time with my own business. I do um, wedding videography would probably be my biggest um, type of work, but I do commercial work for people, um, you know, family portraits, senior pictures, all that sort of stuff, and, uh, you know, basically anything I can do to make money with a camera. But um, So it's been a, a year of, you know, stressfulness and all that of being self-employed, but it was uh, definitely the – best decision i ever made so pretty thankful for how it's worked and everybody that's helped me out along the way for the last year or so but so it's going going pretty well
3: rubbing in why don't you a little bit huh
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah that's yep. awesome man now we're we're proud of you we're very happy for you i know that's a huge huge leap of faith there and uh, it seems like you you hit the ground running and you never look back and I'm sure there were tough times, but didn't look like it. You know, you made it look good, and uh, I'm glad to hear that everything's doing good for you. So, how exactly did you become this avid outdoorsman and weirdo waterfowl hunter? And- what <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, pretty much the yeah. entire last episode was us making fun of Mike for waterfowl hunting. I'm sorry, I don't mean yeah. it. I'm a waterfowl hunter now too. By the way, I hunted once. You, you did. Yep. <laughs> once, so i'm official i I joined it so
0: it's pretty it's pretty fun but
3: yeah so uh, how how did it all become
0: yeah i mean uh my pap and my dad you know are pretty much who got me into the outdoors i mean they they were you know die hard into it from the time as long as i can remember and you know i kind of grew up around it and as you know early as i could you know, make it out to the tree stand or to listen for turkeys with my dad or something. I was, you know, pretty much hooked and couldn't get enough of it. So, um, that's pretty much just consumed my life, I guess, since I was young. I mean, I started squirrel hunting with them and stuff when I was like, you know, eight or 10 or something like that and shot my first squirrel when I was 12 and, you know, kept, kept going at it from there. And, just snowballed from there and yeah i forget about up. those
3: uh those early years of small game hunting that's kind of where we all really began i guess oh yeah i remember you
2: my know? first squirrel like it was yesterday yeah i know yeah. joe
3: oh, and yeah. i we were big into like rabbit hunting when we were young you know with our yeah cousins and dad i could
0: still i could still take you do the log with the squirrels on that i shot my mm-hmm. first squirrel with my paps 410 and yeah that's like your first deer, first turkey, or anything like that, it was, it was a pretty cool deal. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, at least you didn't have a single shot twenty gauge that blew your shoulder apart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kicked worse than a
1: twelve gauge.
2: No,
1: that was that so was our starting gun.
0: I kind of uh, you know the four ten I inherited when my um, pap passed away, and it, I had the choice of a twelve gauge or a four ten. And you know when I was twelve, I was You know, five foot two, a hundred and nothing pounds. So I was deathly afraid of a big gun. You know, not that I'm much taller now, but, you know, I was a little (laughs) less, a little frightened at that point. So I ended up picking the 410 and, you know, kind of hindered myself because now I'm, now I have a 410 Mm -hmm. of his. I keep saying I'm going to try to shoot a turkey with it, but I haven't, haven't made it
2: happen yet. But so. Dude, I'm a big fan of the 410. Honestly, I shot my first squirrel with a 410, so I feel nice. like we're brothers in this right now. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I didn't have exactly. a 20 gauge rip me apart like these two over here. Yeah, never had no. the uh,
3: the the ability of using a 410 growing up. We were just shredded with that. There was like no butt on that gun. I still have it by the way. I love it. Super light. So well, light. and then so light. I shot
1: it for the first time. I think I was 11. They're like, ah, I just imagine it's like a 22. So I put no just ass imagine, behind just like
2: a 22. it I
1: put no ass behind this thing I shoot it And when I shot I literally got kicked back Like 11 feet I don't know how I didn't fall But <laughs> it was terrible
2: You know what's fun about that Grandpa took me turkey hunting for the first time I was like obsessed with it when I was little I didn't even have a hunting license yet yeah. And I got to shoot a shotgun for the first time When we went out I think I was like 8 Grandpa uh, okay. hunted with a 10 gauge <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Come was a on. son of a bitch. Talk <laughs> about a blast, my man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what a jokester. Uh, he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It it does take me back. Like Mike said, he, I remember the, the place I was. Actually, we can't even hunt there anymore. Um, might not even exist anymore. But the place I was when I shot my first squirrel, Joe, was there. You know, we were sitting along at... Do you remember, Joe? <clears throat> we were out uh, of... Oh, I probably shouldn't say Butler where. Butler County? yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, there was yeah, a, that's where uh, i got mine that little rock wall mm-hmm. can't even hunt there anymore they i'm pretty sure they tore all the woods out and put a uh some kind of building back there really mm-hmm. oh you yeah. can
2: talk about it it's not even there anymore man yeah well, i don't hunt uh, that side of the road
3: so i, I don't, don't know it's still close but, enough yeah. to where we still hunt, yeah okay. You know? okay i got you but uh it was it was a little piece of that public land that um uh, <laughs> damn, yeah, I'm not giving any of that away. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that little rock wall, and we walked back, and we sat on chairs, and I think we had some kind of animal go between our legs—a little pine squirrel or something. Yeah. I think Joe wanted to kill him with his knife because he's a mad <laughs> man And I shot two squirrels that day. It was fun, man.
1: Yeah, I think a blast. I think that's when I shot my first one, maybe two. Every yeah, you did. My, my dad was sleeping next to me. <laughs> he just <laughs> passed out because we were just sitting there, just waiting. You know, like. We weren't walking around actually looking for anything, and one come pouncing in, pouncing in. Oh my god! Fuck it! I I just let her let her rip, let her eat, (laughs) scared the shit out of him.
2: (laughs) That's the best. Waking up in pure panic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My first deer I shot at my dad. My dad, you know, he's a husky dude. I was sleeping. I woke up standing up with a gun in my hand because he like grabbed me up with one hand and put a gun in my hand with his other hand <laughs> so i woke up with, like a gun in my hand and he's like oh, i was deer right there i'm like what the hell
2: it's amazing
1: <laughs> the good
3: old days man sure was man sure was
2: that is awesome well mike i listened to a new podcast today i should probably Did tell you? you about it yeah yeah uh, let's hear it, 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 it something about something about a, a stream maybe a brook
3: no 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 that wasn't it <laughs> oh no that wasn't what? it okay yeah it was a babbling brook
2: it was a babbling brook that's what it was mm. have you heard of anything like that
0: i, I don't know about a creek <laughs> i think it was i think it
2: was the side of a the side <laughs> of a brook that's what it was
0: oh okay
2: yeah i yeah. heard
0: about this new one there's a new one in my area the guys are pretty cool
3: <laughs> is it is it uh, the can, crick can, side podcast
2: that's it. That oh, is. that's, oh, it. that's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know crick. what I was thinking, man. I don't know. It's a it's a yeah. crick. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> the creekside. Exactly.
3: <laughs> so what? what in the world made you start a podcast in twenty twenty three? That's cause you did start in twenty twenty three, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um Creekside Podcast. First off, love it. Yeah, love the show. Super awesome, man. It, it is really good. I mean, I guess probably from that last episode on uh, with us, you know, you probably got that kind of experience and exposure to how real podcasts run. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you chose, man. You learned a thing or two.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously the Rutten River guys have been good friends of mine for a long time and I've been Mm -hmm. minorly involved with them, you know, helping out with some stuff and, you know, got to be on the show a time or two and then you know, working the, the Harrisburg show and everything with them guys. And then, you know, got to meet you guys and uh, allegedly was on a podcast of yours <laughs> at one point. <laughs> so
2: I could feel yeah, the air I mean, quotes around that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I didn't I mean, know that thing aired. <laughs> it's, oh, it aired. <laughs> it's just been, you know, being around it. I've always enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, had some ideas of my own and, you know, wanted to dig into a little more informational type stuff. Um, you know, I, I listen to podcasts everywhere I go in the truck. I don't even think I listen to the radio or music anymore, but, um, I like listening to ones with, you know, specific topics as far as like, I like to try to learn something from everything. So, um, you know, i kind of had that in my head that I wanted to do something like that um and so we just started trying to come up with a name for it you know we I literally had the equipment for a year and a half before we even went live because we couldn't come up with a name
2: sounds like you were distracted
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was like I don't know what to call this thing. You know, we, we couldn't come up with anything. Creekside so,
1: distraction.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I was gonna go. With, we were gonna go with turkey distraction, but you know, we couldn't couldn't come up with anything good. So copyright pending. Then, yeah. So, you know, my co-host and good friend uh, Micah. He actually lives on the other creek from where I grew up. And so that's kind of where we came up with that name. Um, I initially started Creekside Wildlife, which is my food plotting and land management company. Um, I started that during, basically during COVID. um, And that's kind of where we just decided no we're we're tired of waiting on this you know we had guests and episodes lined up and literally everything except for a name so we're like you know what let's just call it the Creekside podcast and it, it worked because we both grew up and hunt along the different creeks in our area and so that's where that came from it's not really that exciting of a backstory on the name but you know we're off and rolling now and you know, trying to get people to listen.
2: <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. So, so, how many episodes are published so far?
0: Um, we have five episodes. So I thought uh, the first they're listed as four. The first episode was the Great American Outdoor Show. That was kind of our first little test run deal yep. that we did, and then um, we've had four since then, um, and uh, we just recorded three more today. So uh, you're not going to see them for a long time.
2: So it sounds so, like you <laughs> kind of got over that little bit of a hump, though. I mean, what do they say? I think it's like, what, seven, nine? Is it nine episodes? Nine. Yep. So you're right along your way, man. You're, you're mm-hmm. almost there. Yeah, Once right. you hit that hump, because most of them die before nine, apparently.
3: Yeah, that's the number. Yeah, If you make it past nine, yeah. they say you're good so to go. What you got
1: you did three in a day?
2: Yeah, we did that's three
0: crazy. today. Three,
2: today. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, we're not trying to... They're... 30 to 45 minutes, you know, or, you know, we try to keep them relevant and so that we're not putting people to sleep. But mm-hmm. I mean, I could talk for four hours about anything outdoor related, but, you know, I typically I'm driving back and forth, you know, to jobs or whatever, and I'm listening to the stuff then. So we kind of try to keep it like that for people to listen to on their, you know, commute to work or whatever, whatever it may be. But, you know, we're, I don't think we'll have any shortage of topics. I mean, you know, maybe after season one, but we have a list a mile long here of people that I'd like to, you know, have on or just, you know, topics we'd like to cover. So,
2: yeah, I can dig it, man. No, I really like the premise of it. And, you know, I listened to a couple episodes this morning and I'm, I I love it. I can't wait to see where it goes, man.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys just a thank little thank you for, uh, all your help on the way yeah I've man everybody a million questions and <laughs> yeah you know, I, I like the fact that it's like you know nobody's secretive about it it's not like you know we're competing or anything like
4: mm-hmm.
0: everybody's been pretty open to help me out and you know mm-hmm. give me tips and tricks and stuff to do along the way so that's been yeah i mean honestly more
3: podcasts out there the better you know there's just more of us and that's that's making our community stronger and you know just a little sneak peek but i may be on an upcoming episode coming soon so (laughs) if you guys are listening to this and you're a whitetail distraction fan i mean go check out Uh, within the coming weeks there will be a an episode drop over there with uh myself mikey and micah
2: so yeah Go check him out when you're there. Give him a little review. Give him a five star, yeah. man. You guys it's are that, gonna like it, so it's, it's not gonna. It's that gonna guy be no with no a five anyway, star. Come
3: on, man. Give him a
2: five star review. Come <laughs> on, let's get him. Let's get him up on the map here, guys.
3: That's right. Yeah. You can go follow his socials. Hey, by the way, you do yeah. have a social media page for yourself, um, and for, uh, Creekside Podcast.
0: Yes. Right? Okay. Yep. Um. The, the podcast is just at Creekside Podcast. Um. My personal page is just mike miller outdoors um technically it's
3: mike miller underscore outdoors but i'll let it slide <laughs> i'll let <Yeah>.
0: it
2: slide
0: <laughs> listen i suck at social media and i cannot stand it so <laughs> it's the it's the worst thing for me but, try to...
3: but yeah you have a company 83media.com right yeah uh, yeah so <laughs> it's hilarious yeah, because it's... you need it right I for know. your own business but you're right yeah. it does absolutely suck I,
0: if I didn't have to have it for my wedding business, I would have no issues hitting the delete button on it. <laughs> I just—it stresses me out sometimes. But it is a great tool. Yeah. When it when it works. But uh, we also it. have a YouTube channel that um, we're going to get into some video podcasts, hopefully. But um, we're also going to be teaming up with a few buddies of mine, and you know we're we're kind of building a little. Turkey team at the moment. We're gonna to try to put together some uh, turkey hunts, you know, for YouTube this year. So mm. anxious to get get after them and see how that goes. So
2: put, putting together turkey team. It's like the oh, A yeah? team, Crickside Turkeys. Mm. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're having auditions here soon. So.
2: Okay, Chuck's going to be sick that day, but I'm available. <laughs> Perfect.
3: Perfect. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to tell Austin I'm sick, but I'm going to be at them auditions. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be at the tree outs.
2: <laughs> the tree outs. <laughs> Will wow. you teach me to turkey? <laughs> yep. That's Love freaking
3: it. awesome, man. That is awesome. Speaking of turkey, before we hit record, Austin gave you a little nickname.
2: Oh, yeah, he man. Did what is it speaking
0: Austin? of record i'm gonna stop you there though because you mentioned record uh, the first podcast that we released oh, this, this year yeah i think we mentioned it on there but i just thought it was a funny story to tell. oh everybody. yeah i
2: know uh, where you're going with this go for it brother
0: so we're doing this in my you know state-of-the-art podcast facility here in my basement couch you know and we're we're just chilling here talking and and we, we thought we were doing great. We were like 15 minutes in and, you know, the conversation's rolling. And, you know, and, and I come, I look over the, the table at my recorder and it's like just completely blank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, that should probably be blinking red at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, yeah, the first 15 minutes of our first episode was just us talking to nobody. And, nice. you know, it's funny because I make a living videoing stuff, but I couldn't hit record. You on videoed a podcast. whole wedding
1: and you're like, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm like glad it. yeah, I'm glad it was a podcast and not like, I now pronounce you man and wife. <laughs> oh sorry guys can we run back through that
1: <laughs> <laughs> start over oh well,
2: yeah, yeah oh i said i heard it was epic too so
1: uh, well you you guys <laughs> recorded the one with uh with mike mccoy oh that was that they was a did couple entire ago. entire episode and then they found out it didn't record or something and end up redoing oh,
2: yeah. the whole thing i think i think Damn. the file got corrupted yeah, I totally forgot about it that. It was something about... No, I, I was... It's funny that you bring that up, because <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day, because we've had such good luck with this one.
4: Yeah. I'm,
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm knocking on I'm all on. this wood I right now. I got But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had so much good luck with this one, and... and that was a absolute nightmare. I'm so glad it wasn't like a real, like not that Mike wasn't a real guest, but a real guest. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Why Why is the light not on over there? It... Oh, it's recording. do <laughs> you, Don't you see even Austin. mess with
0: me <laughs> and it and
2: snap over. Yeah. Oh my uh, goodness man. gracious.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I checked mine like eight times during a half an hour episode. Like, yeah, it's recording now. Like, why would it not be later? But I keep checking it. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you always
2: have to, man. Card space is yeah. one of those things you run out of. You uh-huh. just got to always make sure you got fresh cards going on. I'm oh, always yeah. looking at the levels. Like, I'm anal about it. I have to, like, I'm constantly switching it up. <laughs> one of those yep. things, man. You'll get there. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah.
3: this nickname.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. We were yeah. talking about nicknames. Yeah, it was uh <laughs> Mike Miller turkey killer oh and i I, sh- I should preface this and say we've had some nicknames on here that have stuck yeah for sure there and, and a lot of them have been turkey related i should also say
3: or bush
2: light related or, or bush light related yeah 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 <laughs> so you're you're in oh, the great. realm with some good turkey hunters here yeah i mean you're with you're with the turkey undertaker mm, mm-hmm. so yeah lane
3: baker yeah. turkey and undertaker. and ryan tanner
2: bushlight slammer.
3: yeah it's good some good nice. nicknames.
2: I just talked them <laughs> the other day. Did you?
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I heard you might potentially do a little bit of work with them, but I, I know that's kinda down the down the road. But yeah, that'd be nice if you yeah, guys got hooked be... up. That would be good. Because I know that yeah. the, the content needs to be shown.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Plenty of it there.
0: Yeah.
2: Well let's get I
3: into some other stuff.
0: Actually... Oh. Well, I gotta tell you the nickname yeah, story. Oh yeah, nickname story. I'm, story. I'm sorry, I'm
2: like <laughs> I'm on Cloud9's great. No.
0: Yeah, no, it's funny because I, somebody else just called me that too. I mean, I'm assuming because Miller and Killer rhyme, but... Yeah, you, it has so. nothing to do with you actually
3: killing turkeys. It's just yeah, rhymes. So.
0: I find a couple dumb ones sometimes, but, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so there's a cameraman in the industry. I believe he's part of the Buck Commander crew, like, you know, Willie Robertson and the, the whole crew there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And his name's Mike Miller. Oh. Um, and that's what they call him. Mike Miller, the Turkey killer. You know, it. and oh. sorry, take I feel
2: super unoriginal. Yeah. We, <laughs> true copyright
0: infringement coming. Yeah. But the, the funny part is there, there was a clip on YouTube at one point of, um, a deer hunting like Iowa or something with Luke Bryan. And <laughs> this, <laughs> this guy was filming them and, you know, he shoots this buck and he's like all jacked up and he turns around and he's like, I'm out here in Iowa with my my boy Mike Miller, the turkey killer and he's like high fiving him and everything. So I recorded that and I sent it to like everybody I know and I'm like, Yeah, I'm just out here in <laughs> Iowa with my boy <laughs> So uh, If the actual Mike Miller, the turkey killer, is listening, I may have laid your coat pale on that nickname for a couple of times, but uh, yeah. you know. I didn't make any money off of it, so we're See, good. You're probably okay then.
1: Mike Miller, the waterfowler guy or thingy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on that next one, I guess.
2: I'm gonna come up with a new one by the, the end The golf
1: of this. ball wait. smacker guy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep. Solid reference. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks for your yeah. insight, Joe. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you mentioned that you were actually going to do a little bit of traveling for turkey season. That is very exciting. What is yeah. the first state on your little trip?
0: Um, we are starting in Virginia on opening weekend, which is the 8th of April.
3: Yeah, buddy.
0: So we'll be heading down there. A few buddies of mine, um, they've been on there for a few years now and um, got lucky be invited this year and we're going to do some filming for them and hopefully a couple podcasts while we're down well
4: yeah,
0: while we're down there and it should be a good time it that sounds way. like a
3: good time yeah hey is virginia still private land only sunday hunting
0: or does that changed? I, I believe there's a few don't quote me on this check your regs but mm-hmm. there's a few um public land i don't think it's like I'm not 100%. There's like, um, it'd be like our version of game lands versus like state forest land or, you know, it's just a different type of public that Mm -hmm. I believe you're allowed to hunt Sundays, but it's not all of it. So So. that
3: is a super gray area and it hasn't changed then because when Joe and I went down actually with, with Lane and his nephew, Mm -hmm. um, we went down, I called, I'll bet you three different Whatever their people are, DNR officers, I don't know what they're, but I called three different ones and got three different answers. And the one lady was like, literally, it was like, yeah, I don't see anywhere where it says you can't hunt public land on Sundays. And yeah, it was really weird. They didn't even know the rules themselves. Nobody knew the rules. I mean, I could not, literally, could not get a straight answer out of anybody. And here we are. We drove like eight hours, nine hours. Twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, after we bounced around, wow, twelve we, hours. We drove to one spot, walked back about a mile
1: with, I think I had 80 pounds on my back.
3: We said it sucked.
1: And then turned around, <laughs> and then we decided to go somewhere else that was X amount of hours yeah, we drove away. all over the
3: place, right. But we went all the way down there, hunted half a day, because, uh, yeah, we could not get a straight answer at anybody. Yet. And even the landowners, we were trying to ask permission from we're trying to get the roles from them and nobody knew so i mean i yeah that is weird but uh i just wanted to bring that up just in case that's that's something you ran into as well because i knew they had proposed a bill last year to have sunday hunting on both and i don't think it went through um to my knowledge but i wasn't totally positive so a little interesting fact on virginia
0: yeah it looks like uh like some national forests are open for Mm. Sunday hunting from my Google search, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on any of that. I don't want to send anyone to prison. Right.
3: (laughs) Well, that ought to be fun. Like I I was telling you earlier today, man, that Virginia is fun. There's birds gobble like crazy all day long. And, um, the cutoff kind of stinks that they have there. I think it's either noon or one o'clock.
0: Yeah, it is noon. I believe so. Yeah.
3: So yeah,
0: that's we do we'll be doing a little scouting during the day and you know, that'll give us time to podcast and like I said, it's it's gonna be a good hunt, but it's gonna be some we'll have like eight guys with us in camp so it'll, you know, have the camp atmosphere and just Heck be yeah. a low key way to start the season. So that would so be, be a good time.
3: Could be a really good time, man. So after Virginia, where are you heading?
0: I am meeting up with uh zach and will from Rutten river and a good friend of the podcast um they met her name's michelle um they have some land in tennessee and they were kind enough to invite us down and we're gonna hunt tennessee for a couple days so we're, we're gonna jump over from virginia to tennessee and hopefully get a shot at a turkey or two while we're there and then we'll head back to PA.
2: Very cool. So Sweet. Your youth season. There yep, you we'll go. We'll be
0: back from, we'll be back like a couple of days before youth season. So we have some, some youth that were uh, taken out um, on the youth day for Pennsylvania. So I'll be filming. That's filming very a few cool.
3: New very
0: hunters for that. So.
3: Well, since you mentioned Zach, I do have to give a huge shout out to Cracked Bill Custom Calls. That yep. is Mr. Zach Wears Company, where he does custom pot calls. and Oh, very you know, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, for turkey calls. And Austin doesn't know it yet, but we have a couple in the mail coming to us. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So a little surprise,
2: surprise.
3: Very live cool. Live on the podcast. Oh,
2: my goodness gracious. We Look get at that. We got some calls
3: coming our way, buddy. So. That is super cool. Yeah, well, man.
2: thank you, Zach. Holy smokes. Yeah.
3: I'm pretty pumped about that. So we're going to try to give them. Give them a go as well here, probably in either West Virginia or Pennsylvania. Absolutely, man. That is
2: very exciting. Holy cool. Very cool. Mikey, have
3: you ever hunted West Virginia?
2: I have not. Do you want to?
3: Yeah, that's one you should probably come over and join us.
0: I could probably be persuaded. Mm.
3: (laughs) I can. I have candy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
0: I'll be in the van. And puppies.
1: We have puppies too. Ah, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I'll be in the car.
0: <laughs> no, it's a van. It's a van. It's, it's a, a van. van. Yeah, Come, van. van. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm always down for that.
2: Um, it's a fun
0: statement. Hopefully I can knock down a turkey or two in Pennsylvania and I'll be uh, trying to get my girlfriend on a turkey this year. She has been informing me that she is only shooting a long beard this year so oh, um,
3: she's one of them
0: girlfriends huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she shot her first turkey last year nice. and she loved it and uh, it was barely done flopping and she said when can I get my next one <laughs> so, oh, wow uh, but yeah it was it was pretty cool she she had never even handled a weapon. Of any type you know gun or bow before we got together and she shot her first turkey last spring and then she shot her first buck this year with a rifle actually too so
2: that is so awesome pretty
0: cool yeah very cool she um she 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 had one one goal and it was to shoot a seven point or bigger because my archery buck was a six point this year (laughs) she said (laughs) Said she was shooting a bigger buck than me, and uh, the first Monday, we—funny story—we had a really nice, big-bodied buck the first day of the season. Within the first, I don't know, it was like seven fifteen, seven thirty. So we had been in the stand for, you know, half an hour, and it's been light out for ten minutes, and and here comes a big-bodied deer coming up from the creek bottom, and it's walking right up the the logging trail towards us. And I could just see it had a giant body and and I said, All right, get the gun. You know, we were in, in our box blind that we built and I said, point point this way, it's gonna walk right out of this brush, right onto the path. And uh when it did, uh, I had her I had the safe off and everything, you know, and it walked out, I said, All right, get ready. And it was gonna be like fifty yards, you know, chip shot kind of deal. And uh it walked out and it had both of its main beams broke off about an inch above the the brow (laughs) tines. Wow. So we're in obviously, you know, antler restrictions. So it was just a, and I think I know what deer it was, but I can't confirm it, but uh, it was, it was a 10 point, but he had both sides busted off and, you know, we had to let him walk right up by us. And of course he gave us every opportunity came up into bow range and just kept on going so he knew but <laughs> yeah so then two days later she shot shot her eight point out of the same stand so she was she was tickled about that and it was it was a pretty cool hunt so
2: that's awesome and how do you feel about her killing bigger bucks than you
0: Uh i mean i had <laughs> to. i knew it was coming but it, it it was worth it.
2: Uh,
0: I don't know,
3: man. She's <laughs> got to go. Yeah. She's got to go. you got to
0: knock can't. her down a couple go of pegs, you know? Yeah. 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 Put her on a couple of yeah. gar holes, would you? <laughs> this, this year might be a different story. I mean, she, she stuck with it, you know, all of archery season. We hunted, you know, eight or ten times. She's a teacher, so we hunted, you know, after school in the evenings and as much as we could on the weekends. And, and she never even got to, to pull the bow back on a – deer in archery season so she she stuck with it and for for someone that you know no one in her family hunts and she's you know everything she knows is basically what she's experienced with me so i don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing but <laughs> no, that's she, uh... definitely
2: a good thing man that's awesome <laughs> that she's even remotely interested in it you know what yeah, i mean so that's sure. there's nothing wrong I mean, with that at all all the power to her
0: I ask her all the time, like, you know, do you actually like this? And I, I'm convinced that she just, you know, came to her senses that if she doesn't come hunting, she's never going to see me. So <laughs> uh, it, it might, might be part of that, but no, she enjoys it. And, you know, I don't know whether to be proud of her or, or scared, but she can shoot a gun very well. So for someone that's never done it, so makes me a little nervous. So I can't be acting up or,
3: yeah, I'd
1: lock
0: up your firearms. You I
1: know, how about it? <laughs> At least yeah. she's into it, though. Like, I tried bringing my wife turkey hunting just to, like, watch me turkey hunt. Like, trying to, like, yeah. spend some time with her. And she was, like, I think an hour and a half in. She's, like, I'm so bored right now. Let's just, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> she couldn't stand yeah. even just sitting there. I'm, like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. <sighs>
3: Yeah. She's definitely figured out the cheat code to a relationship though. I mean, <laughs> in all reality, yeah. man. It, not only she get involved to, to spend more time with you, but I think she's starting to feel, you know, realize that it's something that, uh, you obviously enjoy and you're very passionate about it. And, and for many reasons, and I'm sure she sees your aspect now. And, and kind of respects yeah. the fact of what has got you so hooked over the years, considering she hasn't yeah. come from a family with that background. I'm, I'm guessing that's a new perspective and pretty hard for her at first, but that's really cool that she's opened new things. And you should probably uh, think about uh, making an investment into this one, bud.
0: well now i'm not letting her listen to this podcast (laughs) we
2: can we can always bleep it out we can give it the old did you you see that tone change
0: (laughs) that got me excited
2: wait (laughs) what 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 my bad i gotta give me
0: one of them
3: oh yeah I was again just now. You need to get like a spit and drum button. Where
2: just, oh, yeah. I'll get you one. Dude, how I got sick you.
3: would that be? I don't know how you would do it. You'd have to like insert bass and have it. God, we'll would be that be awesome?
2: I can hook all that up. We'd be good. Let's I got do you. It. Don't you? Let's don't you do worry. It. I'll get you, bubba. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, friend.
1: Hey, hey Charles, hand <laughs> check. What's going on? <laughs> You're getting all excited what? with these huh? turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> How'd you know these gobblers are flying yeah, you know. off? And
1: Charles is over there. Oh <laughs> my! Getting God, all good, giggly,
3: moogly, getting a little twitchy over here, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's hilarious! Oh Goofy! Oh Goofy! <laughs> well, Mike, you're excited about turkey season. It's coming up. Let's talk a little bit about this, like this food plot company you got going mm-hmm. on. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, Creekside.
3: That's a good point, Austin. What I do wanna know, like with turkey season stuff coming up, what is the preparation going on right now? What should we be doing for food plots to help these uh you know, the hatches and the brooding and everything else?
0: Yeah. Um so I started Creekside. Um really it just started on accident, I guess. I I started food plotting uh back when I worked for the bearded buck. Um, I have to give a shout-out to Jerry from the Bearded Buck, him in Austin. Kind of gave me, you know, all of their information and knowledge of food plotting. Um, Jerry has one of the nicest properties that I've ever stepped foot on up in uh, Mahaffey, PA. And he does a lot of habitat management and, you know, food plotting and stuff like that. So everything that I learned while I worked for him was pretty much – you know, where all my knowledge came from. Um, so then I started utilizing that on my own property. Um, and dad and I have been food plotting at our camp for, oh, probably five years or so. And, you know, we started seeing some results from it. And we were killing some pretty decent deer for Pennsylvania, I would say, up there. And uh, so I started having a lot of people ask me like, hey, what are you doing here? Or what could I plant here? And, so I you know, just gave everybody advice the best as I could. And, you know, then I had a few people ask me if I could do the plots for them. And, you know, I didn't really think that I could make it into a business, but I, I started having more and more people ask me. And, you know, I already had everything I needed to do it from doing my own stuff. So, um, you know, I started started advertising a little more and you know word of mouth and you know I do do what I can I mean you know you can't take mm-hmm. on too much work when it comes to that business because you know it's all you're on time constraints with the weather and stuff like that so I I don't do a ton but I mean I think we did 20 acres or so for customers last year so it was it was a decent chunk and you know something in the off season you know that i can do in the summertime and so i've been just growing that a little bit working with the back 40 seed company out of duncansville pa here um so i use all their seed and uh roy helps me with some food plots i help him with some of his stuff and so it's just been a good relationship over the last couple years and uh you know we're just seeing where it goes from here i guess
3: Heck yeah, man. They had back forty seed. I mean, we learned about them through the PA Bow Hunting Boys and uh I actually bought some of their seed at the Great American Outdoor Show for my uh food plot as well. Some a little different and uh I don't know if you're familiar with the game fuel package, but that's the one I bought. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's
0: that's the worst gun. Oh (laughs) man, they got me. Yeah. (laughs) Son of a gun.
2: That's why you got such no. a screaming deal. No. Yeah, what the <laughs> yeah. hell, man? I was wondering why
3: there was yeah. all bags of that there. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, but, but as far as from a turkey perspective, I mean, the back 40 clover fields that I have are just loading up with turkeys right now. I mean, I have cameras on them, and um, just clover, clover in general always seems to be a good springtime food plot you know if you got it in last year or frost seeded it this year or whatever the case may be it always seems like uh we have the best luck with turkeys and clover plots in the early part of the season i don't know why whether it's the you know the bugs that are in it or you know i mean i i do have some video of some hens picking the actual clover off and eating it so um you know obviously that's a attractive factor to them but
3: Yeah, that has to be like a sweet treat to them, I would think. (laughs)
0: Yep.
3: I think uh, maybe I told you this, Austin, or somebody, but I'm pretty sure I told somebody this, and I was like, man, I'll bet you more animals have died over clover than anything else that you could possibly ever plant. Like clover Um, has to be the one thing that, because even if it's yeah. not just clover, a lot of people have clover in their mixes. Oh, yeah. You know, there's yeah. some form of clover involved. There's a lot of natural clover around us, you know, yeah. everywhere pretty much you go. But I would think clover would be like the number one thing that kills the most animals.
0: Yeah, I would say clover would be the top of my list if I had one, you know, one blend that I would want to plant. I mean, it's it's great in the spring for turkeys and you know, you get an established clover plot all summer long and, you know, those does and fawns will be in there and, you know, a lot of the times, the first week of season, you know, you can get a buck on a clover plot and that can be, you know, in my opinion, one of the easiest times to kill a mature buck is like that first week of season if you can get them patterned on a food plot before, you know, the acorns drop or whatever might, you know, push them off of that, but that would be clover plots are definitely one of my favorites
3: i couldn't agree more i i love it that's what we started our whole base of our food plot off uh, my buddy sam and i and man we we have so much fun with that plot but that clover is like what we just continue to hit it with you know crimson clover white clover a bunch of different kinds i think there's a little bit of chicory in there as well but you know, that base yep. with that clover, we, we hit the whole plot with that, and we really got that established. And then we came through and added, you know, just the bottom half we're going to do with that that game fuel mix as well, to tr- just to try to get them, you know, pulled into that, that bigger leafy stuff where they're going to spend a little more time eating it, give you some shot opportunities. At least that's the game plan. We'll see how that
0: goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love having a, a variety, you know, on a even as small as like a half an acre plot, I'll, I'll cut that in half. So do two, two sides of it, you know, do one in a perennial and one in an annual and, you know, with the clover that that would be another big benefit is, you know, if you lime and fertilize your clover correctly, you know, you can keep that thing looking nice for three to five years or more. So that just from a maintenance standpoint, you know, you got a lot of, a lot less maintenance on something like that but then you can still have the option to throw in a quarter acre of you know turnips radishes whatever blend of you know annual and that'll get you through into the late season and stuff but you know I, i've even had plots where they were clover and six inches of snow on top of them and the deer still digging down through it so yep. yeah
2: That's pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, we we saw a lot of that this year. Actually, we had we have a cell cam up down there, and I mean those deer were in there all winter long when it got cold. I mean we didn't have much of a winter, but we did have a couple cold snaps, and we had six, seven, eight deer in one frame at a time. You know of a picture that was just they were all down, face down in this stuff, and it was just clover. They're in there for the clover. I mean that's all it was. You know we had an annual in there, but at that point all that was still really producing was that clover and boy they are killing it i love it it's it's been fun man it it really is it's even if you just have a little bit i think that's something that would be you know nice to get involved with go go get some seed off mikey get that clover down in your plots or in your little trails going back i've thought about doing that at the property joe and i hunt just where the trails are that go through you know just till them up with a rake or something and, and throw some clover seed down and just to try to get that little bit of an advantage.
2: Sounds so, like you need some no-till or something like that, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I got a question for you, Mike. Okay. You mentioned frost seeding earlier. We've had some yep. pretty uh, pretty warm and, and rainy days so far. As a matter of fact, I almost fell on my butt coming in the rack shack. How do you feel about mud seeding instead of frost seeding? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I had a guy. I literally had this conversation with a guy today. Because he bought Good timing. Some, he he bought some seed off of me and was asking, you know, if it was too late to to plant it. And I mean, you know, we're we're getting some pretty hefty thunderstorms right now. I don't know if you guys are out your way or you probably got them earlier. The, yeah, they already um, rolled through. Yeah, it's been pretty pretty moist here today and yesterday. So, and I wouldn't. Uh, If you have to get them out, you know, I wouldn't have probably wanted to plant today because you might wash all your seed away, but, you know, in the early part of the spring here, you know, it's not out of the question to throw seed down on, you know, wet soil as long as you're going to get some sun and some stuff to work it down into the ground. But we're kind of in the, it's not frost seeding, but it's not spring planting right now, so kind of that weird weird time frame of the year but
3: Hmm. so frost seeding that's been brought up a couple times and i know i did it last year it's actually a really easy way to get seed in the ground what what do you look for as far as when you're looking at the weather channel and you're saying hey i want a frost seed i'm looking at the 10-day forecast what is ideal in that forecast that you want to look for to hit that frost seed
0: so basically you're wanting to look for it to be below freezing at night and up, up above freezing in the afternoon you know, during the day because what you're doing is you're throwing your seed down and you're letting mother nature work it into the soil so you know all food plotting is is you know you got to get good seed to soil contact or nothing's going to grow so with frost seeding you come in and there's no real like i can't say third week of March is the time to do it because it's strictly weather dependent. Mm -hmm. So um, typically in Pennsylvania sometime in the first three weeks of March are when I like to do it, but you're essentially watching for that weather to be like, you know, five to 10 days of freezing at night and thawing in the, during the day. So what that does is it makes the soil, you know, expand and contract. And when you throw your seed down that, that will cause the seed to work down into the soil without having to take in a call to packer or or a disc or anything like that. So it's a super easy way to establish a food plot. If you know, you're looking to put in a new plot and you don't have a tractor, for instance, Mm -hmm. Um, I I have property that I hunt that um, the landowner doesn't have a trail system through the, property but there are a couple clearings that we went in with a hand rake and you know a weed whacker and we just cleared off a little area that the sun gets into um but we have no access with equipment so i can't dig the ground up i can't you know use a call to packer so what i did last fall is i went in and you know the weeds were three three four foot high I went in and just sprayed the living crap out of them with Roundup, knowing that I wasn't going to do anything with them until this year. So that was in, like, beginning of September, um, maybe mid-August, somewhere in here. You want to do it before the the plants go dormant for the year. So, you know, mid-August when they're still green. Go in and just spray the crap out of them and then come back in in the spring and they'll be, you know, basically – disintegrating flaked up and and you'll have exposed soil and then you can throw your seed down on during that freeze and thaw type area and um essentially i'll have a three to five year clover plot layer with nothing more than a backpack sprayer and a rake so
2: that's solid advice especially for you you know know. somebody trying to be economical or like a place you're talking about where you can't get equipment in there that's awesome man i dig it yeah
0: and I mean the the plot that I'm talking about, I'll I'll be putting up some videos, old videos. They're right now they're on the Rutten River YouTube channel. Um, we planted this for deer, but we call it the turkey plot now. We have yet to kill a deer in it, but um, last year my second turkey I killed in it, and that was the fifth Longbeard in two years that we killed in that plot. So um, it's been a you know very successful for the little amount of work that we've done i mean it was it was hard work i mean it's just just about a 16th of an acre which when i say that out loud people are like oh that's pretty small but when you have to hand rake the whole thing Hmm. it's not that small (laughs) so (laughs) i mean you know we had to take we did take hand rakes in there so um there was a little bit of thatch left over this this spring um so you can you know clear that off with a rake just to get that soil exposed um so you get that good soil, soil seed contact but um other than that that's all we did we took a weed whacker in cut it down after we sprayed it and then raked it in the spring put some clover down and then you just got to pray that the turkeys don't peck it up before it grows <laughs> that's the biggest yeah. problem <laughs>
3: so yeah, the turkey and the deer and the squirrels and everything else that yep. want to eat your seeds. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yep, shoot them all. I mean, <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> <laughs> check your regs. Yeah, check your regs.
3: <laughs> yeah. Mike, before I go and uh look at that YouTube, you know, you could just actually drop us a pin and I'll just come see it in person if that's cool. Yeah. That way I can really yeah, I can get a that. feel for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I
0: will send you a pin before turkey season. Yeah, <laughs> like
3: yeah, like April 29th specifically. Yeah. 4 in the morning that's a Sunday isn't it <laughs> no that's the opener oh I thought it was the 28th I think it's the 29th I'd, check your record I'd, I'd have <laughs> been I'd have been I'd have a day early
0: yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're right I'm oh, always right I'd a day early here. yeah <laughs> oh what <laughs> I, would,
3: I would fist fight you <laughs> it's like that year that no. they just started trout season whenever the hell they wanted to hey yeah. guys it's trout season
0: enjoy it's April 1st yeah, this year, that? just that was in case anybody's the, wondering. That was about the weirdest thing ever. Mm. <laughs> what if they would have did that with, like, buck season? Can you imagine?
3: That'd be awesome. I
0: what don't think be... we want to get into that conversation, but no. you think they were mad that it moved to Saturday? Imagine if they just randomly <laughs> said, oh, yeah, it's starting tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I don't know if anybody heard the the latest Working Class bow hunter episode, but they were talking about Sunday hunting in Pennsylvania for quite wow. some time. And they were infuriated by it. Right. So, an interesting one. Give it a listen. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. They have oh, yeah. zero understanding of how it works in Pennsylvania. Yeah. But, yeah, it's still yeah.
0: cool. Yeah, definitely listen to their uh, OG Turkey series. Oh, my we're God, yeah. Super yeah. good. That was awesome. I've been listening to that. has been my last couple of days oh. in the truck type stuff, listening to Michael Waddell yesterday. Oh, and yeah. That, guy. that was awesome. He, <laughs> He knows his stuff. He just rattled on for hours about yep. it. It was pretty, pretty cool.
2: So I'll have to give him a call tomorrow, see if he'll come on.
0: Yeah, Waddy. Uh, he, he'll be, he's calling me tomorrow, I think. Oh,
2: <laughs> shoot, man. Come Dang it. He
0: overbooked. Double booked. Yeah. That's a shame.
3: Yeah, that one, uh, yeah. I will, since we're giving shout outs for Turkey content, the Limb Hanger series over on the Sportsman's Network is actually really good, too. That's Parker McDonald from Southern Ground.
2: You are listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, powered by Interstate Batteries.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, one of those ones. We used to do
2: that before every episode. That uh, was that was my warm up for like back the longest when Austin time. was fun. So strange. What for kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
3: kidding. <laughs> wow. The look look at on his face. Look, look on like his a face. Sad puppy, right now. I feel so you bad. I'm apparently, I'm
2: not fun anymore. <laughs> God!
3: I was just kidding, buddy. Burn!
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm sorry. That, I, I, I'm hurt, too. I'm going go, <laughs> to go cry for a minute, okay? <laughs>
3: Anyways. <laughs>
2: Anyways, Mike, you got turkey season coming up, food plot season's coming up. Right after that, you got deer season rolling in. I know it's a little bit of ways away, but what are you most excited for this year, my man?
0: Um, I would just say... I don't know. I'm gonna have to say turkeys. I mean I would pick Atta turkeys boy. over deer if I had to. I mean that's that's my thing. I mean I, I enjoy oh, just getting out and you know I'm I'm by far a, a deer hunter. I mean that's really I just kinda get lucky and find a couple dumb ones, but I mean I would definitely pick turkey hunting if I if I had to.
2: That's pick the- one, but that's the perfect answer from Mike Miller, the turkey driller. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: He's had that brewing like for a like while. It. I could tell. Uh
3: huh. Yeah, yeah, he wrote that down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't mention waterfowl yeah, I mean, too, though, Austin. Yeah, well, that, a was a d- big that was the waterfowl guy.
0: Yeah, I mean that that'll be that's a marathon. You know, we can hunt waterfowl for from September to February. So I will tell but, you what.
2: If for some unknown, godforsaken reason, several bucks are killed early in the state of Pennsylvania this year, I'm trying to dance around the the, the DGs right yeah, now. I don't like where right you're going with this. Possibly, some people in this room could do a little bit more waterfowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 that was dirty. That I was let, dirty. I'm I just feel kidding.
3: dirty. Yeah. Uh Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyways. Mike Miller, the turkey tag filler.
3: <gasps> oh! <laughs>
1: oh
3: shit. <laughs> Joe's not even good with words. Did you hear what I he said? I tried to get
1: away from that DG th- bullshit that he was like trying it. to get
3: into there. Yeah, yeah that's good. I had that that good. exit.
2: <laughs> so Mike, let's hear your favorite hunting story, my man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was going to go there. The next thing, oh, Mike, we can't we can't let you get away without a a good story. We do need like your favorite hunting story. And if since we're on the turkey subject, it might as well be turkey-related. Unless you don't have a good turkey story, then we'll take whatever, I guess. This is the white tail Distraction <laughs> Podcast, Charles. Yeah, we'll take a turkey yeah. story. The turkey distraction now, buddy. You yeah, and me, buddy.
0: Yeah, well, you and me. Man, that's tough. I do. I have a lot of them with turkeys. <laughs> I mean, from all the ones that I've filmed to, you know, I I got the film turkeys in, kansas and oklahoma and kentucky montana a whole bunch of different places so Mm -hmm. those those traveling trips were were really fun just to get out there and you know experience different places in the country and see how turkeys act and and that sort of stuff but i mean i would say you know some of my favorite hunts are just you know here with my dad and you know Allison's turkey last year was was pretty cool for me to you know basically have a clean slate with her to you know teach her something that you know basically consumes my life and for seeing her you know learn to shoot the shotgun and understand you know where to aim on the turkey and that we can't move and and you know we we started out that hunt you know i I had planned on making it as easy as possible for her. You know, we, we had the ground blind, we had the decoys and and everything. And, you know, we had birds come down and they just were head up and they didn't cooperate. So we, we went running and gunning and ended up, you know, we, we killed her bird the old fashioned way, you know, no decoys, no blinds and, you know, not that I'm against either, either way, but you know, it just worked out that way. And, Mhm. the bird came up and and it was came up from a different angle and she had her gun pointed the other way and I I told her I said you know when he puts his head down swing your gun over real quick and and she did and she got on it and I said are you good can you see it and she said yeah I'm good and and she made a really good shot on it and uh you know we were pretty excited about that i don't i ran about 100 mile an hour out to get get that turkey and that was pretty cool my dad was with us for that one so that's um, awesome man you know it's kind of like you know he taught me and so i got to teach her and and that was that was a pretty cool one so i'd say that was probably my favorite hunt but you know
3: that's awesome. i got
0: plenty of them so last last season in general i would say I killed my first long beard with a bow and then Allison's bird. And then my second bird was one of the quickest, you know, it was at 11 o'clock time frame, And, and I was a, by myself. And which typically I don't like to be by myself. I'd rather, rather have a buddy with me or, you know, something along those lines, but just worked out. I was the only one able to hunt that day and uh, struck a bird up at 11 o'clock and from the time I yelped at him on my slate call till he was flopping in the food plot, uh, was probably three minutes. I would say it was it was a quick one. They came running in, and uh, that's awesome. So overall, I wouldn't say I have a favorite hunt, but last season was was one of one of the best ones so far. I had those three, and was along with a couple buddies that got to shoot some good turkeys and stuff. So. I mean, just being out there and, you know, I don't even have to be the one pulling the trigger. You know all the times I spent behind the camera, I'm just as jacked up about the, you know, the hunt or the kill as the guy that was pulling the trigger. So
2: I'm right there with you, man. Anymore. It just seems like being on the hunts and, and getting the experience of it is just, I'm tickled pink when, when I can just get out there. Like last year we went out with our buddy, Adam Rayhar. And, uh, we did the West Virginia trip and he got his first bird, first out of state bird. And it was just nice. an awesome experience. We got on birds all day, but that's one of the things that I like about turkey hunting, especially with buddies, having that kind of camaraderie feels like a deer camp almost, but it's the running gun style. It's exciting. There's always something going on. And when there's not, you're still just laughing with your buddies and something to be said. Yeah. For and, that. It's,
0: yeah and it's not, I mean, it's not like, uh, the, you know, 150 inch buck that you waited your whole life to kill. I mean, you know, if you accidentally booger a long beer or whatever, you know, you just go after them the next day. And, you know, I, anymore, I, like I said, I prefer to hunt with somebody. I mean, I've killed a handful of birds by myself and it's, it's cool and everything. But the first thing I do is I reach for my phone because I need to call somebody and, you know, let them know. And that it's just a lot more fun to be leaning against a tree with somebody whether you're the one squeezing the trigger or not yeah
3: i was uh just thinking back the other day because we have a friend uh, that was on last episode joe marcello and he does a lot of solo hunting like a lot barely ever hunts with anyone and i was like man i don't know how you do it i've never killed a turkey without someone there i don't know what it would be like that feeling i i just don't know you have to share that moment with someone almost it's like it's so sacred of a moment that when you finally get it done and it, and it works out and even if it's someone else, like you guys are talking about, you know, I would rather see someone else shoot a bird anymore than myself. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, honestly, I think I got more excited, you know, recently, even <laughs> when someone else shot the bird and it wasn't me, but I was there. I was the one talking to him. I was the one call. That's all I want to do. I just want to talk to a turkey It
2: is so much fun. That's though, it, honestly, man. That's yeah. all
3: I want to do. I don't care if to kill. I just want to talk to the the thing. And, and get it to come in and play the game, and you know that's that's the fun part in it, really. That is the the excitement is is when you get to talk to them and have them gobble and respond, and that's why deer hunting just and, and out, yeah. of deer state, awesome. out of state, out of state's is. really
1: cool too, because you're, yeah. you're going into a new area, you don't really know it, you know. Depending where you go, you know, obviously you go to the same state year after year, but out of state, there's something to say about that, you know. Whether you're hunting for anything. It's it's always a blast, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've um, actually never never killed anything out of state, deer or turkeys. Um actually a bear was the only thing I've ever killed out of state. So this year hopefully I can make that happen with a turkey.
2: Yeah, man. It sounds like you should come to West Virginia.
0: <laughs> first on the I gun. Think I need to. We'll
2: put <laughs> you first on the gun. First on the gun. I know
3: yeah.
0: where there's a bunch of goblin turkeys. All right. When's that season come in? That's before youth season, eight. April seventeenth. Yeah, I think it's the
3: Monday. Yeah. Yep, Monday before youth. I believe it is the seventeenth. I
0: gotcha. Well, there, yeah, I'll shoot one in Tennessee on Saturday. Oh, here shoot we go. my second one on Sunday, and then the I'll TG's. just come to West
2: Virginia. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> a plan. I'm just saying.
3: The turkey, yeah. <laughs> the turkey
1: gods are frowning upon you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You got to go no, very, I'm,
3: very humble into this one. <laughs> yeah. no,
1: I, I'll i gladly come along with the camera. I think you need to sacrifice a goat after that comment. <laughs> I have a couple of turkey feet you can like,
0: burn or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe sacrifice a yeah. chicken. I don't know. Something. I'll be uh, my co-host on our podcast, Micah. He's, he's pretty big into deer hunting. Um, he's more of a target archer from his background but um turkey hunting he just kind of got into last year and and he loved it and he had a couple birds come in he never did get to pull the trigger so um i'm excited this year to to get with him and hopefully have him shoot his first bird and you know something about being with somebody that's you know shooting their first turkey or whatever is pretty cool so i'm hoping we can make that happen with him this year Oh no
3: doubt man the the first is the best like with my nephew his first i mean there's there's something to be said about that moment it is so much fun yeah oh man so much fun so many good memories man yeah well boys we are getting up there on time we are well over that hour mark mikey i can't thank you enough man i really appreciate you coming on staying up late with us and giving us just one awesome episode man and I wish you the best of luck with your podcast and all of your companies. I want everybody to go out there and show this man some love. He deserves it. He works harder than anyone I know, and he definitely deserves to, to reap the rewards. So, uh, Mike, why don't you go ahead and give a shout-out as to where everyone can find you so they can give you some love and support.
0: Yeah, just first on, thank you guys for having me, and you know, I'll gladly talk turkeys with anybody any day, but you, know, you guys have been a big help getting our podcast up and running and you know being supportive and answering all my hundred questions and stuff so I appreciate that and uh, can't thank you enough for that but Dude, um, you guys can, if um, you want to look us up uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts all, all the main podcast platforms um, Instagram, Creekside Podcast. Um, our YouTube channel is Creekside Wildlife there'll be some videos on there some how-to stuff for food plotting and uh that's where i'll have our turkey season hunts on this year and uh then just facebook and instagram under my personal stuff mike miller underscore outdoors
2: very cool man very cool we'll link all that stuff in the description
0: guys go check him out
2: and i'm a big fan man i'm gonna be a lifelong listener i'm just saying
0: (laughs) i appreciate that hopefully we can link up and uh chase turkeys here this year
2: west virginia 2023 yeah <laughs> <clears throat> no for
0: real yeah man let's make it work let's make
3: it happen sounds good appreciate you man thanks guys yep